Hey everybody, I'm Peter and my mantle is decorated for war. I've empowered him to my own detriment. It's Mike. Welcome to Rebels Rebels, the podcast where two butts just chat batch. Yeah, so welcome to episode 14 War Mantle. You may have noticed that we skipped one. Um, You know what? We did that on purpose. Um, We don't want to talk about it too much, I think, but... My feeling about the last episode, Infested, was that I just didn't really want to talk about it. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's as simple as that. Um, I My personal feelings is that that episode didn't really have much to say, so I didn't want to force it. Um, I don't know if you have any further thoughts, Mike, but... Yeah, well, we're just doing this to have fun, you know, so uh, we're not, like, trying to build a business here. So if an episode's not super fun, which instead of, say, bad things about it or, you know, potentially bum anyone out we're just not gonna talk about it yeah exactly and if there are people i know there are some people especially our buds at uh not the nerds podcast they uh they enjoyed it and we had a nice healthy conversation about it on twitter if you enjoyed it i'm happy for you um just wasn't wasn't for us and so yeah kind of that simple didn't really want to trudge through it it was about bugs we called it, it was bugs. <laughs> yep um but let's get into this week's episode yeah, um, before we do that, though, we actually have a little bit of Star Wars news, which we Ooh, like to okay. talk about. Yeah, yeah. Um, especially since this really is in our wheelhouse. Have you heard that the casting for live action Ezra and Thrawn may have been spoiled by Rosario Dawson? I have. I have heard that, and I thought that was pretty big news. Yeah, so it, nothing's confirmed by Lucasfilm, but Rosario Dawson, star of Ahsoka the new upcoming live action Ahsoka show. Um, she seems to have posted that she reposted a rumor about um, Lars Mickelson being cast as Thrawn and Mina Masood being cast as Ezra. She reposted a, a story about that on her Instagram and seemed to say, yeah, yeah I can't wait. Oh my gosh. And she uh, called out another thing, which I think is interesting is, you know, the, BIPOC people being cast on the show because Mina Masood, you might know from the live action Aladdin, is an Egyptian born actor. Um, so I always like to see that too, as a person of Middle Eastern descent myself. Yeah, I also like to see it because we joked about how much the first couple episodes of Rebels were just Aladdin. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> isn't that isn't the that first awesome? episode? The first episode of Rebels is just when you meet Ezra. He's getting into Aladdin hijinks, stealing food, getting chased <laughs> through marketplaces. Yep, totally. Um, and then the cool news: Lars Mikkelsen, um, for those of you who don't know, actually played Thrawn on Rebels. So yep. they're just directly bringing him to live action. If this rumor is true, so that yeah. is exciting. Very interesting. It's very cool. I'm sure they're not yep. going to comment on it because if the spoiler was. Because that would be a a big reveal. <laughs> yeah. So I'm sure you'll just not hear anything from Lucasfilm about that. Yeah, I wonder if it's some sort of guerrilla marketing or did Rosario Dawson just, you know, go wild and now Disney's mad at her? Yeah, who knows? I I don't know. Can stars that big post whatever they want? <laughs> I mean, yeah, they're not going to fire her. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Well, <laughs> they fired other people for posting yeah, whatever they want. That's so. <laughs> Never mind. Um, one other small piece of Rebels esque news. Did you know you can now make a loaf cat at Build a Bear? 
No, I did not, but that's awesome. <laughs> I know. That's so sweet. I might go to build a bear as an oh adult my in my 30s just to go make a stuffed animal. Okay, I'll calm down. All right. Cool. Um, I don't Let's. We have, I think, three more cards, and next episode's our finale, so maybe let's save that for an extra finale treat, the last uh, card right. game. Is let's next just week jump the finale? Is it? I thought these were the last two episodes. I'm going to look oh. that up. While while I do that, why don't you tell me how you felt about this episode, Mike? Uh, it's good. This is what I want from Bad Batch. I think I've, we've been, I've kind of been saying that, like, I want Bad Batch to stand on its own. I don't want too many characters from other, you know, Gregor was in it, but he was mm-hmm. low, low stakes enough. Uh, kind of, he's kind of like B team. It wasn't like this big character, like everyone's going to be so excited about, um, you know, from Clone Wars. And I, he appears mm-hmm. in Rebels once, twice. A couple times. A uh, couple times. And so it, he was, he's, he's not well known enough for it to be like, you know, they're, they're hinging on people like Gregor. So I, um, but I just, I, I like a lot about this episode um, that we'll get into, mm-hmm. but it's just, it's the right altitude they're flying at for me. And um, it was just a pretty captivating episode. Um, yeah, I, I'm stoked. I'm stoked to talk about it. Yeah. Um, so I looked it up. There are two more episodes. Um, we'll still save. We'll do next week. We'll be our last card game. Regardless, mm-hmm. but there are two more episodes. I was wrong about that. Okay. Um, and yeah, you spoke about it, Gregor. So last we saw Gregor, he appeared in canonically speaking, not a uh, time wise speaking, but canonically speaking, the last time we saw Gregor was in the Clone Wars episode "Missing in Action." We we did a whole deep dive on Gregor um, with a Front Rebels podcast. So listen to that if you want more. But. Um, in season five of Clone Wars, he was an amnesiac dishwasher. Um, he lost his memory after an uh, accident where he was, uh, and where R2D2 and others found his clone armor and jogged his memory, making him remember that he was a clone soldier and not just a dishwasher. And then he seemingly sacrificed his life in an explosion to save his Clone War friends. After that, as you said, we saw him teamed up with Rex um, on their Jupa, uh, yeah. or hunting for Jupas on their little... Uh, Jaws episode of Rebels. Yep. Um, and so we don't really know what happened between Rebels and Clone Wars, so this is filling in that gap a little bit for that character, which a lot of people liked a lot in Rebels, so it was kind of cool to see him. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was cool to see him slash confusing. Because, <laughs> so the Empire employs him and he decides, yeah, I'll take the job. I'll go back to that. So somewhere somewhere between him living on that Jupa, and, which is just like a basically an ATAT, a walker, that's like uh, mm. all put together oddly. Well, not really. But uh, somewhere between that and here, he got a job again. He went from... Well, so this is after he got seemingly blown up. Oh, in yeah, yeah. Wars. Okay, Rebels is after this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's he's still You're an right. enlisted person. So at this You're point, right. we don't know how he survived that explosion, but we know right. because he appeared in, in Rebels that he did. So presumably he survived it and just stayed an enlisted man, and he was assigned to this outpost to train the yeah. new breed of stormtroopers. 
this timeline is getting out of control. It's, it's getting a little hard to keep track of for, yeah. um, you know, the less hardcore fans, I'm sure. Yeah, totally. Um, I was wondering, did you interpret him saying, because I was just waiting for them to make a joke about how the new stormtroopers can't shoot, um, which might still be coming. And they kind of did when they said, I yeah. thought you trained these guys. And he's like, I didn't train them. I didn't teach them everything. That would be stupid or something like that. Yeah, I thought that was funny, and mm-hmm. I thought it was that was probably a nod toward that, and also him saying they're less skilled, but there's more of them. Yeah, that was cool. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> Do you think that's a canonical explanation for why stormtroopers suck? Is that Gregor was supposed to teach them, and he just didn't teach ever teach them everything? I mean, in my head, canon is. I'm sure it's not actually, <laughs> but uh, that would be kind of funny. I, I still like the helmet explanation, but yeah. yeah. I like the helmet explanation as well. I'm wondering if it's a kind of a rogue one where they're backwards explaining the defect in the yeah. Death Star. They're back now backwards explaining why stormtroopers suck. <laughs> yeah, maybe they'll get an ep- we'll get an episode about building the helmet just bad enough. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, going back to the beginning, um, I was. What do you think Rex is up to? Yeah, um, it's kind of it's kind of interesting. I I don't I don't know that it matters. I mean, mm-hmm. like I don't know that they'll will ever find out. But it uh, it was very like a Maz Kanata kind of like in the middle of some of something mm-hmm. pops in, says a thing, pops out, and it it worked. It, it would be interesting to find out. Um, but I I don't even think I can venture a guess. Do you have one? No, I mean. That's what I was curious about. I can't really venture a guess, um, but I thought that scene was cool. I thought the way they staged it was cool. I like his hood um, being kind of mysterious. Which we've seen before, right? Yeah. um, I think that's a cool design for him. Um, I don't know, but what I'm guessing is it probably has to do with starting the rebellion because he laid some Easter eggs about that. So my guess, especially now that I know there's only two more episodes, this kind of makes sense is that next week will be the week where they rescue um, Hunter. And then my guess is that the last episode, they're going to meet back up with Rex and get plugged into a greater world with the rebellion and whatever is going to happen across here is going to come to a head on that last episode. So I have no reason to back that up or I have no, you know, evidence to back that up, but I'm just, that's the vibe I was getting from that message is, okay, we got Gregor. Let's go back and meet up with Rex and see what's going on. And then maybe, um, you know, Rex and company are the ones that launch a rescue mission for Hunter. Yeah. Yeah. Could be. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You could, you could, I've, it's. I, I feel like I don't even want to guess at things anymore because I've been so wrong so many times. <laughs> yeah. Um, which is nice, I guess. The show keeps you on your toes a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. What if this is just how Rex throws a surprise party? He's just like, you have to go out, You have to go rescue this clone. And all of his friends are just making like laser sounds in the background. Like, pew, 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 pew. It's like, oh, I'm under attack. Gotta go. And then you show up and it's just like, surprise. Or what if Rex just doesn't want to do this and wearing a hood <laughs> and making pew, pew sounds in the background is the equivalent to being like, I'm driving through a tunnel. <laughs> yeah, totally. Like, this is just his like, you do it. I don't want to. 
Yeah, he just has like a bunch of clones behind him. That's like, hey, I need you to do something for me real quick. I love that. Yeah, I think that's. I think that's what he's doing. He's yeah. not actually doing anything. He's just. <laughs> yeah, it's like, just, can you give me some more information? Uh, gotta go. <laughs> yeah. Nope. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. it's interesting. It's it works successfully. I also this is a, a small comment. I do love the setting of this one. It feels like we're mm. in like space Yosemite. I think it was really pretty. <laughs> totally. we, we got some bad batch backpacking. Yeah. And they were um which I thought was really fun. Um, yeah. it's a cool it's a cool set piece. Um yeah, and the base is cool, the Camino, all the Camino dramas, you know, which we can get into. Mm-hmm. Um is pretty cool. The Camino ends effectively. You know, there's only two left and they don't need a politician, but they they could use a scientist. Yeah, that's foreboding um especially since we know that palpatine is interested in cloning experiments so i'm sure that that's a very dark story um where lama sue is maybe forced to do some experiments against her will uh which seems dark yeah 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 it could be very dark um yeah, and also, I mean, I guess I never really thought about it, but it makes total sense how much of a threat the Cam Caminoans, Caminoans, uh, represent to the Empire. Because just think about what if the oh, rebels yeah. hired them to create a clone army to fight the Empire, yeah. you know? So it makes yeah. sense that they would essentially wipe them out. Yeah. Especially if they were more skilled than stormtroopers, but just uh mm-hmm. Yeah. It um it makes total sense, and I feel like if you just left them alone, there'd be so many questions from here on out. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? It, it would just be leaving a weird loophole in the story open. Totally. Um, there's a couple other cool little touches about this um episode. The one thing that I thought was kind of nice, and again, we've talked about the growth of Omega as she settles into this family. And another little touch is I like that again, she stayed put when she was told Um, there's another time when she did, when this happened as well. Um, But you know, her and Wrecker, if this was a less skilled story, maybe you would think, Oh my God, they're in trouble. We got to go rescue them. And like, they come in and save the day or whatever. But imagine if that had happened, they wouldn't have had an escape because they needed someone to actually fly the ship and pick them up. Um, And so the fact that Omega was able to listen to Wrecker and Wrecker kind of, you know, had that big brother role, which I think is really fun touch between the two was able to reassure her. I thought that was a cool dynamic and shows, I don't know, a little bit more of depth to their uh, storytelling that I appreciate. Yeah. It also would have been annoying if once again, (laughs) (laughs) she didn't listen and came into the mix. So it yeah. is. It does show character growth, but also like, I'm, I'm glad that trope is being cut down a little bit because we don't we don't need it. I'm sure it'll pop up in the end once more, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, it's it's becoming like the air vent of of rebels where Ezra always escapes through an air vent. <laughs> Omega never listens, but always saves the day in the end. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, again, them bad batch growing into their own, which I appreciate totally. Um, so yeah, I thought this was a fun touch and I am, I thought the end again was dramatic and I am really excited to see what is happening in the next episode. Um, the next couple things I have are just Easter eggy kind of things. I don't know if you have any other story points that you wanted to touch on before we get to that. 
Um, yeah, you know, there's there's some things I'm interested in with the existing, with the remaining clones who are still pretty young, who are like, mm-hmm. they're walking down like, what's going to happen to us? Are we still going to become soldiers? Like, yeah, that, that's an interesting, you know, for all the clones who are still not, I don't know. What does the empire take them in? Mm, Do they mix yeah. it? Um, it's, yeah, my guess is they would, mm-hmm. but it's, uh, it's still interesting to think that there are potentially clones at a young age growing into their own. Um, you know, far beyond the Clone War. Yeah, and the other thing to think about is remember that Lama Sue has her own objectives aside from uh the governor. I forgot his name. Um, remember if you remember, you know, she's the one who hired yeah. Fennec Shand to protect mm-hmm. Omega instead of have Omega killed. So yeah. part of me was even thinking maybe this is headcanon stuff, but maybe Lama Sue is was trying to escape with those young clones to save those young clones and maybe shuttle them off to some sort of rebellion or some safe house or something like that. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we didn't get that spelled out, uh, but we it they did say that she was escaping with medical specimens or something like that. But we don't know if that was, you know, the orders of the the what was he? Governor? I forgot yeah, whatever I his for, name I is. His name is yeah. Um Governor Longneck, I did, we don't know if that was part of his escape his escape plan or if that was Lamasu working on her own. Yeah, yeah, we'll definitely have to find out. I'm, I'm, and I'm sure Fennec Rao will probably come to the rescue to some degree. Fennec Shand. Fennec Shand. Fennec yeah. Rao. Who's that? Uh, Ra- Fen Rao from. Oh yeah, Rebels. Jeez. <laughs> you just ma- you're mashing them up. They're the new celebrity couple. So good. I'll take it. Yep. Um, yeah, so the only other stuff I had were a couple little Easter eggy things. Did you notice that the design of the Stormtrooper armor was a little bit different than what we are used to? Yeah, it felt a little McCory. Yep, you called it. These were inspired by original Ralph McCory Stormtrooper designs, um, making them canonical. So that kind of indicates that this is maybe a intermediary step from the clones to the stormtroopers we love and know. Yeah. Yeah. I think it worked. Um, yeah, yeah, I think it worked at not being the full blown stormtrooper. Um, yeah, we'll see. I'm so interested. I'm so interested where this is going to go. Um, yeah. Also, um, speaking of stormtrooper armor. So did you notice the, kind of strange designs that there were a couple specialist commandos. Yeah. With like the blue visors visors. Yeah. Yeah. Do those look familiar to you for any reason? Oh gosh. Uh, A little bit like death trooper to me. Yeah. Kind of. So these, so the weird thing, sorry, the sand troopers also and, and rogue one. Yeah. Well, the reason I was thinking you might be familiar with it is because I think this is a, model you can unlock in battlefront too um like they're like the shock troopers or delta squad is what they are interesting um so for one of these people were actually called out by name in wikipedia and the name that they gave them is scorch and so that is a character that we have actually met um, in 2005, there was a Star Wars game called Star Wars Republic Commando that was released for the original Xbox, 
which featured the exploits of Delta Squad, an elite group of stormtroopers during the events of Clone Wars between Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith. And it's a hugely popular video game. And in that game, there's a squad, Delta Squad, and RC-1262, otherwise known as Scorch, was the demolitions expert and one of the members of Delta Squad in Republic Commando. So... They actually, that game was part of Legends once Disney took it over, so it was not canonical. But in a Clone Wars episode called Witches of the Mist, Scorch yeah. was, brought in into the, was brought into that episode to make him a canonical member of the Clone Wars community. And Scorch appeared in this episode. So the kind of the blue visor dude who was leading all the new stormtroopers was this character we've met before, Scorch. Wild. Yeah. So that's just a fun little Easter egg. I mean, it seemed like there was going to be some significance, but I just I, I had no yeah. idea what. And then the last thing is, did you realize that this is the first time we have ever seen a stormtrooper with his helmet off? Yeah, when that guy got his helmet pulled off, and he was just like, yeah, it looked like he, I don't know, it looked like he was a, a, a like a he grew up on the ports of Maine, like Newport or something. <laughs> yeah, seriously, a billionaire it's like boy. My daddy's going to hear about this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah that's weird it was i was interested especially from watching so much rebels there's so many times where they take off stormtrooper helmets because they want to get in disguise or something like that but they always cut away before yeah. you see the stormtroopers face so i was wondering if they're going to do something like that but they showed it and so that's a little bit of a i'm not going to say it's significant but it's a little bit of a marker in star wars history because we have never actually seen the face of a stormtrooper until today yeah. I know it makes all the stormtroopers um, get a little more empathy for all those deaths. <laughs> yep. Um, and then the last Easter egg is those animals at the beginning that were chasing Gregor. Those are mastiffs, which may just sound like mastiff, the dogs. Yeah. Um, and they essentially are. Those are the Tuscan dogs, like the you know, an oh, attack yeah, of the clones. Attack clones. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess the Empire just has a couple of them on hand for hunting down deserters. Yeah, sure. Yeah. And that intro, that intro is pretty good too. Yeah. It was intense. Um, I thought that, was, I thought this was a very fun set piece. I thought it was designed well. The action was good. Um, the writing was good. I'm, I'm, I'm into it. So yeah. Good job. I, I agree. I thought this overall successful episode, really yep. well done. Anything else you want to chat about or should we jump into our grading scale? Oh, let's jump into it. It's funny for such a good episode. I don't have much to say besides like I feel relieved. Yeah, it's back. I'm glad that it's a, you know, I was a little nervous. It would be a trend that we'd be getting these filler episodes, but hopefully yeah. this is a breaking the trend and we're just on an upward trajectory from here. Yeah. The next episode worries me a little bit, but we'll see. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. see. Also, uh, I'm going to make a prediction that Sid's going to save the day. That's it. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Just calling it now. You have any wild predictions? Uh, I, I, this isn't even a wild prediction because I feel like it's just what happens in shows like this now. I feel like there's going to be some sort of reveal in the last episode, like Vader's going to show up or something like that. Yeah. Someone we know, it's going to be, you know... It's gonna be the the Luke Skywalker cameo or the big yeah. Kang reveal in Loki. Like it's just a thing that Disney's doing now. So, yeah, I think you're probably pretty right. Yep. Let's see, well, 
how we like to end every episode is on a rating scale from our current least favorite Star Wars sidekick to current most favorite sidekick. Peter, do you want to uh, give an example? Sure. So my favorite sidekick in Star Wars is Ahsoka Tano. And my least favorite sidekick in Star Wars, even though I love him, is Jar Jar Banks. Mm. And between those two, I give this episode Gregor. Because okay. why not? <laughs> and sure. Gregor's a fun character. It's kind of like a sidekick to Rex uh, in Rebels. And so I give this a B plus. I always enjoy seeing Gregor. Wow. Um, that's a, I like that. Okay. Yeah. Well, on a grading scale of K2SO, who is my most favorite, um, to, oh gosh, I'm, why am I tripping on this? Jar Jar Binks, who is <laughs> my least favorite. I give this episode an Asajj Ventress, mm-hmm. who, if you remember, was the uh, Dooku's apprentice in secret. Mm. I love her. I think she's terrific. Yeah. She is a, a kick butt sidekick, and yeah. uh, it's an A plus. And this episode, it's I'm just going to give it an A plus within the arc of Bad Batch. It just yeah. is. It's an A plus episode. Cool. I love that. So to wrap it up, thank you for checking us out. Thanks for the support you've given us as we've gone through Bad Batch and tried to find our footing. After in a post rebels world, mm. um, we've been getting some kind notes from people, um, just saying what our rebels podcast meant to them and how much they enjoyed it. And so, you know, our audience isn't huge, but the people that reach out, it's really nice for us to hear from you. So, thank you again for supporting us. Yes, and we have some emails we need to respond to. We have some yep. some great ones, but we'll, we'll get we'll get it back to you. And uh, you know where to find us on Instagram and Twitter at Rebels Rebels Pod. And uh, you can email us at rebelsrebelspod at gmail.com with theories, mm-hmm. theories, short stories, fanfic, just warm welcomes and hellos. That's all good. <laughs> and remember, until next time, to be brave out there. And don't look back. Don't look back. Bye. Bye.